welcome back to the Mike and Andrew Show. I'm Andrew Surwick here again with Mike Meredith. Mike, how are you doing this evening? Doing good, man. It's good to hear. We got uh, quite a bit to talk about, so uh, let's get right into it with uh, starting off with reviews. NFL Thursday Night Football. The Patriots and the Steelers faced off in Pittsburgh, and the Patriots won this game 21 to 18. Um, no yeah. one, no one saw this coming. Uh, Mitch Trubisky played like shit, but you know, it's Trubisky. Uh, Bailey Zappi was in for New England, and he had a pretty solid game. Um, and uh, and you know, New England's defense—they stepped up uh, in this game. Um, holding Trubisky to under 200 yards. Um, th- this was a very, very nice win for New England. A win that they probably didn't want to have, but, uh, um, you know, it's the NFL, so guys are going to try to win no matter what. It doesn't matter. Um, but that said, you know, probably their GM didn't necessarily want this win considering, uh, their draft stock went down just a little bit, but a good win for New England here. Yeah, this was uh, this was solid compared to what I thought. I mean, it was still toilet bowl, but not as bad of a toilet bowl as I thought it'd be. Um, yeah, New England's defense looking good. They've been pretty good all season, to be honest with you. It's just been their offense has been really bad. So they pick up the win on Thursday night. Yeah, the offense has struggled all year long, and they get a nice win here. Uh, the Bears hosted the Lions. Uh, Chicago winning twenty-eight to thirteen. Jared Goff on abysmal day. Like I said, Jared Goff outside—it's a thing. He is so bad when he plays outside. Three interceptions in this game. Uh, the defense was terrible. I don't know why we why the Lions bother playing Jerry Jacobs. I mean, he—it's. It, 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 Jacobs' ass every game, dude. I, I like, I, I don't understand how, like, like I don't give credit to him. You know, he, he goes out there every single week and plays <laughs> like ass, and it doesn't affect him mentally at all. Like, it's, it's just, I don't know, man. This Lions team, I've seen a lot of things the last four weeks now that have scared me. Last five weeks, even things have not, not, not been looking good uh, for both Jared Goff. And, and, you know, this entire offense. And the defense just can't do anything against mobile quarterbacks. And Justin Fields had a field day once again. Yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. So, you know, we started off, you know, with the Bears up early. And then they came back and got the lead at half and, and fell apart again in the second half. Goff has just been turnover machine, man. He went all that time with no turnovers, and now he's turned the ball over like twice every game for the last four games. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been terrible uh, for the Lions, and uh, if they keep playing like this, man, they they could very well lose the division. They very very well could. Uh, the yeah. Falcons. Yeah. What, what were we going to say? I was going to say that, um, yeah, I know that they, um, they haven't been playing that well. They, I don't know if they're going to lose the division, but that first playoff game definitely is in jeopardy. Yeah, I mean, we, we, could, we could see what would be hilarious is seeing the Rams come to Detroit for the playoffs and, you know, have Stafford back in Detroit against, you know, the guy – 
he replaced would be quite great. Uh, the Falcons yeah. hosted the Bucks. The Bucks winning this 29-25. Um, this was a nice bounce back for Tampa Bay. Um, I believe everyone in this division or the top three in that division are are tied now, uh, still at six and seven. Uh, let me pull that up real quick. Yeah, New Orleans, Tampa, and Atlanta are all six and seven right now. Uh, Tampa Bay came went into this game um, as a two and a half point underdog, and they get a nice win here. Uh, Baker Mayfield play, played a pretty uh, pretty eh game, but uh, where where the Bucks offense really took off was uh, Rashad White just having an incredible. Uh, game here um, against this really good Atlanta defense. And, uh, well, then you have uh, Desmond Shitter on the other hand. Um, he had almost 350 yards passing, but uh, could have had a lot more if he, you know, was a more accurate uh, passer. But uh, they fall just short. Tampa Bay picking up a nice, much-needed uh, victory here. Yeah, so... You know, the NFC South is uh, the toilet bowl, and none of those teams seem to be consistent week to week. They all see to either win one week and lose the next. So it was good for Tampa to get back into the race. But, yeah, just Tampa, Atlanta, New Orleans, it's not looking too good, man. Uh, They're going to have a real test. They're probably going to face either Dallas or Philly, whoever – doesn't win that division in the first round, they're probably gonna get killed. Yeah, they 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 could very well get killed. And just just a side note here, I mean, we we could not only see, you know, an NFC South you know winner be sub five hundred, but we could also see a wild card team from this division. That's how bad the rest of the NFC really is comparatively. Um, we we could see two teams from this division actually in the playoffs, both being under 500, which is crazy to think about. Um, the Bengals hosted the Colts. Bengals with a nice, big, big win here, 34 to 14. Um, Browning had a pretty damn good day, uh, starting for the Bengals. Um, 275 yards, two touchdowns. Um, he, he uh, 75% completion percentage. I mean, he looked really good. Mixon had a really good game for Cincinnati as well. Um, on the other side of the field, Indianapolis just could not move the ball at all. Um, it just seemed like they were just uh, punting every single drive almost. And, uh, yeah, man, but a good win for Cincinnati in a game that they were probably you know projected to lose. Yeah, this um, this has definitely been a test for Cincinnati with Joe Burrow out, and Jake Bryan's been better than expected. I mean, he hasn't been really crazy, but he's been doing a solid enough job to where they're able to get wins each and every week. So it was a nice win for him. Yeah, very, very nice win. He's been consistent, right? Just you know, you're not expecting a whole lot out of him, but he's giving you quite a bit. The uh the Browns hosted the Jaguars. The Browns winning thirty one to twenty seven. Joe Flacco, man, uh, he's been really good the last couple of weeks. Um, I just out of nowhere, you know, just coming off the bench and, and playing 
for Cleveland. He's been really, really stellar. Uh, over 300 yards passing, three touchdowns in this game. Uh, Cleveland, uh, their defense did not play all too well. They did get three interceptions, though. So, I mean, in that, in terms of that, yes. But we've known Cleveland to, to keep teams from scoring, you know, pretty low in terms of points. But they allowed 27 uh, against Jacksonville here. And Trevor Lawrence had an okay day. I mean, besides the three picks, you know, he still had three touchdowns over 250 yards passing. But uh, Jacksonville just falling short here. Yeah, it's been tough for Jacksonville lately. They've been falling, seems like, in uh since, you know, Trevor Lawrence has been, you know, dealing with injuries, it's been tough for him. So hopefully we can see them bounce back as the season is coming to a close here. Yeah, what, what really saved them, uh, you know, this week was both the Texans and the Colts losing um, because otherwise if, if both those teams won, they'd be tied for the um... – uh, you know, the the division lead right now, which is uh, crazy. But, uh, yeah, the Jags need need to figure something out, man, because they're on a losing streak now, I believe. So, um, yeah. Uh, speaking of the Texans, though, they get slaughtered by the Jets 30-6. to uh, You know, Zach Wilson came out and had a, actually a really, really good game. 300 yards passing, 27 for 36. Impressive numbers. Two touchdowns to go with that as well. And this Jets defense, you know, they are still one of the best in the, in the league. Um, holding, you know, uh, C.J. Stroud, 10 for 23 and 91 yards, man. I mean, this was a very bad showing for Houston on both sides of the ball. Yeah, this one was crazy. Just the memes with the Jets after this was crazy. I'm not sure if you know who uh, Overtime Megan is, but she was at that game and people just kept commenting like tan lines, tan lines, like fucking because her her shit got leaked uh, a couple months ago and it was like that's why Zach Wilson balled out. So I just saw the memes going crazy about the Jets man actually having a good game for once and Zach Wilson actually doing something. Uh, well, you you gotta send me those memes, man. That's uh, <laughs> I gotta see that. I gotta see that. Oh man, I gotta you gotta send me that shit later. Uh, the Ravens hosted the Rams, um, and this was a lot closer than I was expecting because the Ravens at home are almost like the Dolphins at home, just absolutely incredible, um, blowing teams out left and right. And I thought, you know, it's the Rams; they're gonna blow out the Rams. Nope, this one went to overtime. The Ravens winning 37-31. to um, The defense just really disappointed. You know, the offense played very well, but the defense just, as good as they've been all year, they suffered this week. Uh, Stafford had uh, just under 300 yards and three touchdowns. He had a really, really good game. Um, uh, Kyron Williams played very, very well, over 100 yards rushing. Uh, the Rams had a very, very, very good day, but just fall short to the Ravens, who I thought was going to blow them out, man. Yeah, I thought so too, especially with the Ravens being so good at home. It was a close one for them, high scoring, and you know they were able to pull it out, but I saw the play where Lamar Jackson had to kick the ball in the end zone for a safety. Just miscommunications, and they could have been better. It was not a pretty win for Baltimore. 
Not a pretty win, but it's a win nevertheless. Uh, the Saints hosted the Panthers. Uh, Saints getting a nice win here, 28-6. to um, Plain and simple, the Panthers suck. I mean, <laughs> they're the worst team in football. They have probably the worst quarterback in football right now. Maybe, you know, Zach Wilson has, has a has a you know shot at that, but not the way he played this week, obviously. But uh Bryce Young just missing receivers left and right, but that's gonna happen when you can't see over your offensive line. He went thirteen for thirty six, dude. I mean that is pathetic uh numbers there. Yeah, I mean at some point I mean I get his team is horrible. Like he doesn't have much to work with at all. But and he can't fucking see. Yeah, but there comes a point, man, where you got to be able to put up something. Like, even, like, show some flashes that you can be good. Like, has Bryce Young even had a good game all year? Has he had one game where, like, okay, he's actually legit? I don't think he's had one game this year where we could be like, okay, he looks like a future star in this league. Yeah, no, look, he, he has not had a single game where it's just like, okay, he, he has some flashes here or there. It's all been either very bad or, at the very best, it's been mediocre. So, I mean, it's just not good for him. Uh, and then this was our Toilet Bowl of the week. The Raiders hosted the Vikings. Vikings mm. win this on a last-second field goal, 3 to nothing. It was... It was a tough watch. I mean, it was punt, 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 punt. It, lo- it looked like, you know, Big Ten football from 1980. I mean, it was just no one can move the ball against each other, um, which is really surprising considering, um, you know, uh, just how, you know, much better the Vikings offense is on paper compared to Las Vegas. Um, but, you know, you had Nick Mullins in. At quarterback, uh, no Justin Jefferson for most of that game. I mean, it was it was just terrible for Minnesota. Yeah, that game was awful. I didn't watch any of it, but just that's pathetic. Both of those teams, man. We should be able to beat Minnesota both games this year if they're playing like that. But who knows with the Lions, man? Yeah, here, here here's your here's your drive breakdown. Punt, punt. Punt, punt, missed field goal by Minnesota. Punt, punt, end of half. Punt, fumble by by the Raiders. Punt, 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 punt. Field goal, interception, punt, fumble. That that was your that was your you know your drives for this game. So it wasn't a last second field goal, but still, felt pretty much felt like it considering how bad this game was. Um, but yeah, uh, Vikings getting a W here somehow. Uh, the Niners hosted the Seahawks. Niners winning 28-16. to Good, solid win here for San Francisco yet again. Uh, Rat Purdy had a pretty damn good day. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, another great day in the office. 16 carries for 145 yards. Uh, Drew Locke did not look too great against this Seattle defense. But, um, yeah, the Seattle – or not the Seattle defense, the San Francisco defense um, – but, yeah, a nice win here for San Francisco, and uh, they improved to 10-3 now. Yeah, um, San Francisco looks like the best team, and this man Brock Purdy, I mean, 
Rat Purdy. Crazy about him. I know. I know they. Uh, you aren't either. Um, but he's like the MVP favorite right now. It's crazy to see. He launched him to the moon. He's such a. He's such a rat, man. He, he is. He's a rat. Uh, the Chiefs hosted the Bills. The Bills winning in a bit of controversy, uh, 20, 20 to seventeen. Um, you know, a lot of people were upset that, you know, the refs never gave a warning, but, um, Kadarius, Tony, dude, dude was lined up like 10 yards off sides. Um, I mean, it it was, yeah. Destroyed the Chiefs dynasty. Dude, it it, it is so sad. Like, like, I, like, I, I know some New York Giants fans, they were extremely happy when he was gone because he's a fucking moron. And Chiefs fans thought, you know, hey, we we can, you know, turn him around. And nope, he's still a fucking moron. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Kelsey thought he had a lateral to, uh, I think it was to Tony. It was to Tony. Yeah. And and he scored a touchdown, but Tony, you know, like I said, he lined up like a half yard off sides. Uh, he never ch- bothered even checking with the ref to see if he was good. And refs will tell you if if you, you know, ask if you're good. They'll they'll let you know if you're offsides or not before they before your team snaps the ball. But he didn't even bother checking. If you look at the film, I mean, he he just he lined up and looked straight down at the ball and never bothered asking to see if he was offsides. And he was very very offsides. But uh, this was a nice game, nice win for the Bills. I uh, wasn't expecting them to win it here, but um, you know, as as much I, they, it's it's they're making it harder and harder for my prediction to come true that they're going to miss the playoffs at this point. Yeah, that was just crazy, man. And I know you just mentioned that they, you know that if he checks the refs, that you know they let him know. But he shouldn't have to, man. They're in the NFL, man. You shouldn't be doing stupid shit like that, man. Like, and I saw a, a guy talking. He was like, "Man, if the if only Kansas State didn't need Tony right now, that if I were the team, I'd cut him as a statement and be like, this is what happens when you do stupid shit. Like, cut his ass from the team, man.'" Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd cut them if, if I could, but they need receivers because they have yeah, nobody. So, yeah. so bad. Uh, the Chargers hosted the Broncos. Broncos winning 24-7 to here. Um, Russell Wilson, nice game from him. 21 for 33, over 220 yards, two touchdowns. On the other side, L.A., just abysmal day. I mean, Obviously, they don't, they don't have a quarterback right now, so um, things just for them just not looking good. Uh, this Denver team is getting a little scary, man. They're they're in the playoff mm-hmm. hunt right now. I mean, they're seven and six. When I don't think anyone expected them to have seven wins. I think they're over under for wins this year is like four and a half. So uh, very very nice season so far. I think Peyton and Wilson. Uh, are, are starting to, you know, get along together. I know at the start of the season, things between those two were not good, and they've been winning a lot of football games lately. I think something changed in that locker room, and they've been getting along a lot better because Russ looks like his old self again almost. Yeah, and I'm looking at a poster right now talking about the Broncos are only one game behind the Chiefs for the uh, AFC West lead, so... You know they keep playing well. We'll we'll hope they lose this next game because it's against the Lions. But after that, man, they could uh they could really win this division, man, and be like this would be the one of the greatest comebacks ever. Down after giving up seventy points in week three, crazy. 
Yeah, it's 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 crazy to think about. But looking at their schedule, they they could win out uh, their schedule. They could beat Detroit. Obviously, I hope that doesn't happen, but it could happen. Sunday night football, the Cowboys hosted the Eagles, and I I called it. The Eagles. This is the Eagles are going to start falling apart, and boy, did they ever! Cowboys win thirty-three to thirteen. Um, Jalen Hurts did not have a very good day. DeAndre Swift had a terrible day. Dak Prescott looked really, really good for Dallas. I mean, Dallas's defense is so, so good. Um, I mean, they're they're a top five defense right now, uh, statistically. The offense is obviously rolling. Now, I do expect them to do the thing that they always do in uh, in the playoffs, and that's losing the first round. But, uh, you know, it is what it is with that. But Dallas right now, they are on top of the world, and there is a, th- a tie for the division lead and the NFC, a three-way tie between uh, Philly, Dallas, and, uh, and uh, San Francisco now. Yeah, Dallas, you know, I'm not a believer in Dallas. I've never been, but if there was a year that they actually kind of looked legit this year, man, Dak actually looks good. Like, he's legit not turning the ball ball over, and he's actually making good decisions. CeeDee Lamb's turning out like a number one receiver right now. Micah Parsons is carrying this defense, so they are looking pretty good right now, but like you said, Dallas just... Their nature is to just choke. <laughs> I mean, it's Dak Prescott's nature to choke. Uh, speaking of choking, uh, the Giants last night, they hosted the Packers in one of the two Monday night games. I hate that we have two Monday night games. Just go back to one. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Giants win 24-22. to um, this, this was a game that was pretty much in the hands of the Packers. Uh, but um, they just could not do anything uh, offensively when they needed to. And uh, they fall short to New York just by two. And, you know, uh, Tommy DeVito did not play a good game. And yet this Packers defense, which has been improving all year long, you know, they, they just, they just did not look good. They didn't look, they didn't, weren't getting pressures. They couldn't stop Saquon at all. Um, and uh, and yeah, they uh, they end up losing this game just barely, but a game that they should have easily won. Yeah, so the Packers were looking hot, and the Giants, you know, haven't been all year. And Giants came out and actually took this game. They're actually uh, on a three-game winning streak right now, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, it, it is. It is insane to think that. That clown car of a team is th- is three and zero in their last that three clown, games. I mean, that clown car of a team has won more games in the last three games than the Pistons have won all season. Yeah, that's that's um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sad. That's pretty sad. Uh, the Dolphins stunned at home, losing to the Titans twenty eight to twenty seven. Um, this was not a good game for Miami. They finally lose a game at home. Uh, Miami at home has been lethal for anyone. Um, but Tua, probably not the best game of his, of his season. Um, Will Levis had an incredible game, though. Uh, Derrick Henry, 
enough said. 17 carries, but 34 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, just just workhorse in that ball uh, in in the uh, in the red zone. But uh, a good comeback win uh, for Tennessee here. Uh, they were down 13-27 uh, with uh, with four and a half minutes left, and they get uh, the win here against Miami somehow. The Mayo man, man, Will Levis came out and uh, uh, went crazy at the end. I mean, but it's crazy to think that the Dolphins have only beat one team that's over 500 this year, and that was the Broncos, who were absolutely garbage when they played them. So the Dolphins, man, they got to figure it out against uh, good teams or else they're just going to not win a playoff game. Yeah, if, if they don't figure this out, man, it, it's going to be scary for them. So that wraps up this weekend's game. So now we're going to get into the power rankings. Uh, moving up two spots into the top ten, you got the Buffalo Bills. Uh, big win over Kansas City. Um, much needed win to keep their playoff hopes alive. I'm still holding out hope that they'll miss the playoffs, but... Uh, on that bold prediction, but uh, at this point, it doesn't seem like that might that'll happen. But uh, good win here for Buffalo, much needed. They've kind of been just floating around this number ten spot all all season, and they're back into the top ten. Yeah, Buffalo's been looking pretty pretty solid. You know, they've they could have easily lost this game, but they've looked better. I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely not a Buffalo uh, hater. I still think they have some potential, but I do think their window has pretty much closed. I think they'll still make the playoffs, but probably a first-round exit, maybe win one playoff game. Yeah, I, I just I, I think their their window is already closed. I think it closed last year really for them. Uh, Jacksonville is at number nine. They went down one spot from number eight. Um Look, they played a close game with the Browns, who've been pretty good. Joe Flacco had a really good game for the Browns, but, um, you know, th- this Jacksonville defense has not been all too good, and now Jacksonville is just a game ahead, um, you know, still of Houston, but uh, Indianapolis is now back in the uh, in this fight as well. Jacksonville, is, it, it is their division to lose still, but uh, not a good week for them. They needed a win here. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, they just fall short here. Yeah, Jacksonville, man, they just they've been kind of going downhill. Trevor Lawrence out, not looking too good. No, they've not been looking good at all uh, lately. But um, hopefully, things for them can improve. Uh, speaking of improving, up two spots to number eight is the Cleveland Browns. Um, Big big win, of course, uh, against you know the uh, the Jags. But um, you know they've been a top ten team all season. Defensively, they've been really good. Uh, offensively, it's just kind of been back and forth there. Um, but uh, Joe Flacco, really, really, really playing some really good football lately. Um, I don't think anyone really expected this out of him, but. Uh, yeah, uh, good win for Cleveland. Uh, I like this spot for them here at, at number eight. I don't think they're close to that top five, but uh, they're definitely a top ten team for sure. Yeah, they're top ten, but they're they're on the lower end of top ten 
because there's there's other teams. I mean, I know teams uh, that were up higher in the top five have kind of come back down to earth, but uh, Cleveland is good. Uh, they're they're definitely an above average team, but they're not in that Super Bowl uh, bubble, as I would say, or that Super Bowl contenders right now. No, I, I don't think they're near that as well, but uh, they could work themselves there. If, if they play as consistent as they, as they have been, at least offensively, defense needs to be a little bit more consistent, but uh, still like this spot. What I don't like is this spot at number seven. You have the Detroit Lions. Look, when you lose to Chicago, you should not be in the top ten anymore, plain and simple. Um, but that said, they had, I mean, the season started off so well for Detroit. And the last four or five weeks now just have not looked good at all. I know the team's plagued with injuries, but you, injuries don't make you throw three interceptions in a game or fumble the ball three times in a game. I mean, Jared Goff and his tiny hands just can't you – know, like he can't throw a spiral for one. He can't hold on to the ball. Again, tiny hands on both of those. The defense hasn't looked all too great. You know, Aaron Glenn hasn't been able to scheme up anything to stop you know, a mobile quarterback, and here we are now with with the Lions losing to a very bad team in Chicago. Yeah, that was just really bad, and uh, yeah, I've been talking to people who are like, the Lions got a quarterback problem. It's like, do we move on from golf after this year finally? You know, it seemed like he might have been the answer short term, uh, especially at the start, but now it's looking like, you know, you might have to move off from golf and actually go and draft a quarterback or trade for a quarterback. That's better. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't know if Hooker's the answer. I, I really don't. I mean, we, we don't know what he could do. I want to see him get reps. I know he's going to be available soon. I would like to at least see him get some reps in, in games, see what we got at least out of him. Uh, but that said, I don't know if he's the answer. Um you know, maybe Goff still is. He's just, you know, he people go through slumps. I get it. But this is a very bad slump. He needs to turn things around very quickly uh, if he wants to have this extension that he's, you know, that everyone's talking about he could possibly get. Uh, at Staying at number six is the Kansas City Chiefs. Still don't know how they're ahead of Detroit when Detroit has the head-to-head, you know, win and also the better record. But, uh, you know, it is what it is there. Um, you know, I, I, I agree, you know, there's still, I don't think they're top five team right now, but you know, they, it was, it was a game they could have won. They should have won had, you know, Kadarius Tony not been a absolute idiot, um, and line off, line up, you know, a yard off sides. I mean, it was embarrassing, you know, guys check all the times with reps. You see it all the time with guys lining up. Um, but he didn't even bother checking. With the uh, with the line judge, so, uh, but Kansas City, you know, they played tough against a pretty decent team in Buffalo, but it should have been a a easy win for Kansas City. Yeah, this was not good. Kansas City, I would put Detroit over them as well. They just even with Detroit playing bad right now, at least they're putting up some points. Like I know in this last game they only had thirteen, but they've been scoring more and Kansas City just has no offense right now. Yeah, no offense or one of the worst offenses in the league. 
Uh, defensively, they're very, very good, but uh, they, they just have nothing uh, offensively. Uh, staying at number five is the Miami Dolphins. Um, look, it was a tough loss to Tennessee. The defense really blew it. Um, you know, the offense played pretty well. Um, but yeah, like I said, just the defense blew it. Are they top five teams still? Fringe. This, uh, the NF- NFL.com believes that they are still. So, I mean, I, I, I don't mind this placement for them. But, uh, yeah, just a disappointing week for Miami, really. Yeah, that was disappointing. Just they have to move down and they have to figure out what went wrong and just keep moving forward here. Yeah, they, they got to figure out what went wrong. And, I mean, yeah, you said it perfectly. Uh, you know, figure out what's going on and fix it. Uh, moving down one spot to number four is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I mean, yeah, I, they've been very good this year. They pro- they're probably going to win out because they play a easy, easy schedule the rest of the year. I think they play like the Chargers, um, and a couple other bad teams still. Um, but uh, you know they're they're tied for their division lead now, uh, tied for the conference lead, um, all at ten and three, and you know. They lost to the Cowboys, who are I mean, they've been playing out of their mind. Let's let's be realistic here, but it it was the last two weeks now for for Philly. Just they've they've been broken, and and you know their their record shows for it. Yeah, I mean they've been suffering some losses now, and they got to move down because of it. And moving up one spot to number three is the Dallas Cowboys, and. And they've been really good all year. I mean, offensively, Dak has been rolling. CD Lamb, you know, he's been incredible. Looking like a true number one player. I mean, uh, number one receiver. But, uh, yeah, uh, I like the spot for them. Uh, you know, they beat Philly. Uh, obviously, was at home, so it's a little bit easier of a, of a place to play in uh, when you're at home against a good team like that. But, uh I, I think San Francisco beat uh, broke Philly, and Dallas just took all advantage on it that they could, and obviously they did because they got a huge, huge win here. Yeah, they got a huge win, and definitely moving up on the power rankings here. And staying at number two is the Baltimore Ravens. Tough loss, um, you know, to a bad Tennessee team, but uh, yeah. Oh no! To a oh no! They won this week. Never no, mind. I, I'm 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 not thinking straight right now. Uh, but no, it was it was. They they won in overtime against the Rams, and that's just like that, that's a team that you should blow out, man. I mean, they are not a good team at all. But uh, they they found a way to win. They win in overtime, but uh, it, it shouldn't have even gone to overtime. Uh, considering that Baltimore at home has been so good, blowing out teams, like I said earlier, left and right. But uh, I still like the spot. I still think they're one of the best teams in football right now, um, and they deserve this number two spot. Yeah, they do. And then staying at number one, San Francisco 49ers. Um, you know, they had it for the first five weeks of the season at number one. Then they lost three in a row, and now – They've won their last five, and 
you know, the trade deadline worked super well for them because, you know, they got uh, Chase Young for a cheeseburger pretty much. Um, they've done an incredible job uh, fixing really the whole Trey Lance situation. They gave up so much to get him. Um, and, and Brock Purdy has really saved this team realistically. I still think he's a rat, you know, but at the end of the day, the Niners' offense is just really good, especially when you have a Christian McCaffrey um, and, you know, Debo Samuel on your team. It's going to help your quarterback a lot. And then defense, I mean, enough speaks for itself there. Yeah, they just got the most well-rounded team in football today. Yeah, I mean, plain and simple, they are an elite team, elite defense. And, uh, yeah, nice win this weekend. So that's going to do it for your NFL power rankings. So we're going to move on now. Uh, The Army versus Navy game happened this weekend. Um, And Army won it 17-11. And this game kind of just went as I predicted. Not a lot of passing uh, from from Army. Only 14 attempts there. Um, on the other end, Navy, you know, they, they went against, I mean, they switched up things. You know, Navy's obviously known for being a heavy run team. But uh, they switched it up this year. They went to a passing a more passing offense, and uh, they fall short here. The passing offense did not look good here uh, against this Army defense. And, uh, and it ended up just being a slow grind, but it was a good, good game, I thought. Um, it's always fun watching these military games uh, just because, you know, the rivalry between the branches. Uh, shout out to our boy Tim. He's obviously mm-hmm. in the Army right now, and, uh, you know, he was able to see uh, Army get a nice win here. Yeah, shout out. Uh, Army minus two and a half here. Um, I was talking with a group earlier, and we, uh, we were kind of joking about that. But, yeah, so Army gets the win. The over-under was set at 28. I don't know about for other sports books, but I was seeing 28 in the uh, – it ended exactly at 28, so whoever bet that, you know, uh, definitely tough, especially because at the end of the game, um, especially if we had the under, it was a, like a last-second safety so to get uh, Navy to 11 points. So definitely tough there. But, yeah, it was a nice uh, rivalry game here, even though it was low scoring. It was, uh, you know, Army coming out with the big win. Yeah, uh, ESPN bet had the over-under at 28.5, so if uh, if you bet the under there, you were sweating quite a lot, uh, especially after that safety happened. But, uh, yeah, uh, very fun game, of course, to watch and uh, look forward to it next year, really. Uh, so now we're going to talk a little bit of baseball here for a, little, for a moment. Uh, Shohei Otani has signed with the Dodgers. Um, 10 years, $70 million contract of all, or yeah, 700 million contract. It was, yeah. Um, I thought it was 70. I could have. No. Okay. 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 Well, and we'll get into the details. There's more details that came out about the contract too, because it's 70 million per year, but he chose to defer most of the money, which I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah. yeah, I, I heard about that. That's what I was about to get into. Uh, here, just he he deferred to only get paid, you know, two million dollars a year over these mm-hmm. ten years, and then after his contracts up, get the the last what uh, 
680 million. Yeah, 680 yeah. million. Uh, that way, the team could spend a lot more money to help build this team. I just, as as it, it seems like baseball has this has a bit of a problem right now, and that that's basically that only like four teams matter in the league, and that's the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Astros, and the Braves and the Braves. I like they're like the only teams that anyone goes to now. I mean, it's 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 pretty sad that any star is either going to go to those four teams or not going anywhere. And part of it is a lot of shit owners that don't want to spend money. Um, for example, Detroit, they don't want to, Chris Illich doesn't want to fucking spend any fucking money on this team. We had so, they had so much money coming off the books, um, you know, with Cabrera being gone now and yeah. they, they sign, you know, Maeda, which isn't a bad signing, but it's, not what we need. We we need we need bats, and the only batter that we got was Mark Canna from the Brewers. I mean, what are what are the ti- what are the fucking Tigers doing? Get a bat for fuck's sake! It's not that hard. For real, like it's just crazy. And the Dodgers too. So they give Otani this contract, seven hundred million. He defers it for so he's not gonna get most of it until. You know the ten years following, which is pretty smart if you think about it, because a lot of people are like, he's going to do that. He's going to move to Florida or someplace where there's no income tax. He's not going to get taxed on that money like he should be. And now they're looking at Yamamoto, this guy who was a really big star in Japan, who played with Otani in Japan at one point. And they're looking at Josh Hader, who was a premier closing pitcher. So the Dodgers, man, they're about to start. Uh, making a salary cap, man, with the Dodgers spending all this money. But, I mean, if they still lose in the first round of the playoffs, man, it ain't going to matter. Yeah, no, it, it won't matter. But it, it's just it's just, it's annoying to me that, that all these players are either going to go to one of four teams in the league. And, again, like I said, there's a lot of teams that just won't spend money. LA or The, uh, the Angels won't spend money because their owner is a fucking yeah. scumbag. Um. You know, uh, the Marlins don't spend a lot of money. Um, the Orioles used to not spend a lot of money, but now they're starting to spend a little bit. But it, it's just baseball's got a big problem not having a salary cap, man. They really do. Um, all the talent is really within four teams now. It, it, it's it's pretty sad that that's what we've come to in baseball. And that's why no one really likes it anymore, man. Yeah, it's tough because... I mean, there's still a lot of diehard baseball fans here, including myself, but it just sucks not seeing um, these small owners. like, And these guys have money. It's not like they don't have enough money. Like, They should be able to um, you know, pay these guys. Like, There was a rumor at one point with Otani going to you know the Blue Jays or the Cubs or even the Giants, and that would have been really cool to see just seeing them – Somewhere in a little bit smaller market. I mean, still big market teams. You know, Chicago and Toronto and uh, San Francisco are still bigger teams in the overall comparison. But they are, uh, you know, smaller compared to L.A. and New York. And it would have been cool to see that happen. Or just even other big names signing and these owners spending money on them, man. But, yeah. 
you know, the Yankees, they trade for Juan Soto now. So now that's another big uh, name going to New York. So, and then the Mets too. We haven't even talked about the Mets. That's, that's probably the fourth team right there that we should have mentioned that uh, is always spending money. They did that last year, man. They spent a shit ton of money. And, well, that blew up in their face last year horribly. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I mean, yeah, if you want to throw the Mets in there, there's five teams because, you know, like I said, L.A., Houston, uh, Atlanta, and then the Yankees. So, yeah, you could throw the Mets in there too because they, they do spend a lot of money. But, uh, you know, the Reds, they don't spend any money at all. I mean, they don't care. They just want to have, you know, their their little toy, I guess, is what you want to call it for them. But, uh, yeah, man, um, Crazy, crazy times in baseball, but uh, good, good for Otani. It was kind of smart, you know. And yeah, I, I think he's gonna get that, you know, six hundred eighty million dollars after he moves to Florida, so he doesn't have to pay any taxes on it. Which again, smart as hell for him. But uh, uh, yeah, Otani to the Dodgers. He doesn't even have to leave town for, uh, to, you know, to a different team. Yeah, it's gonna go across the street, <laughs> basically. Yeah, so uh, turn our heads back to college football. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some uh, some transfer pl- uh, portal uh, players. Um, lot of a uh, lot of movement. We have thousands of players or over a thousand players now in the uh, transfer portal, which is um, it, it's it's a shame that this is what college football has come to. That that you know you play somewhere for a year and then you immediately move to a different school. Um, it, it it there's there's no loyalty anymore, man. It is, it is really, really pathetic that we've come to this. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Um, first and foremost, uh, Riley Leonard, uh, who is Duke's quarterback, uh, he's got his name written all over Notre Dame. I mean, they. I mean, it, it seems almost a hundred percent guaranteed at this point that he's going to be moving to Notre Dame. Uh, I think he already did. Oh, did did he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like few hours ago well shit i didn't see that but uh you had uh aiden childs who who was the backup quarterback at oregon state he's off to uh to michigan state to follow uh the guy who recruited him in uh jonathan jonathan smith which is very good for for if you're a michigan state fan uh childs has a lot of good arm talent um so if you want to actually see a good quarterback for the first time in God knows how many years, how many years has it been since you guys, since you guys have had a good quarterback? I mean, probably since like, what is it been since Kirk Cousins since Connor Cook, maybe I'd say probably Connor Cook was probably your last good one. Yeah. It's been a minute, man. Cause I wasn't too crazy about Lorky. I know some people liked him, but he was, eh. Peyton Thorne, nah. Lombardi, eh. yeah, no, just not, not. And then this year, Hauser and and uh, Numbnuts, uh, what's his fucking name? Kent Noah Kim. I mean, they're both gone now, anyways. But uh, they're not gonna really end up anywhere good, that's for sure. Uh, Dante Moore's in the portal from UCLA. Uh, he had a really pretty good year as a freshman, and uh, he's off. To somewhere right now. I mean, he's in the portal. Um, Dylan Gabriel went to Oregon. Yep. Uh, Cam Ward's leaving Washington State. Uh, you know, uh, let's see who who else is uh, who else is in the p- 
portal right now. That I mean, pretty much everyone's in the in the portal right now. Um, the let's... Miami quarterback transferred to Wisconsin. Yep. Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah, Kyle McCord's off to Nebraska. Saw that. Oh damn! Jeez, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska. Man. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, did you say Dylan Gabriel to uh, to Oregon? Oregon. Yeah. Um. No. Uh, let's see. Uh. Who else is in the in the portal? That's interesting. Anyways. Uh. Uyunga, he he's he's in the portal, but he's undecided on where he's going. Um, so so that's obviously he's gonna be a top top uh, prospect for anyone. Um, Nate Johnson uh, from Utah's in the portal. Uh, there, there's I mean there's tons of guys. Chip Trainum's in the portal. Uh, he's gone to Kentucky, though, I see, so uh, RIP there. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm not seeing Michigan pick up a lot of guys, but they haven't lost anyone in the portal, so that's obviously a, a good sign. Um, Sam Levitt from MSU's gone off to fucking uh, Arizona State. Did you see that? Nah. <laughs> uh, RIP him. Um, who who else is in the portal? Uh, oh, cool. Well, Michigan does pick up someone, a linebacker from Maryland, uh, Jay Sean Bur- uh, Barham, Burham. I don't know how the fuck you pronounce that, but uh, he he's off to Michigan. Uh, he's actually been a pretty de- he's a pretty good linebacker for uh, for Maryland this year. A big center part of that defense which really helped but um yeah man just uh it, it's it's crazy uh just how many players are in the portal now a lot of players are transferring to uh to Colorado um yeah for Dion yeah but it, which is it is what it is there but uh they're also losing a ton of players too in in Colorado so that that doesn't uh necessarily mean a whole lot um but uh yeah man just it, it's kind of just crazy to me how um you know th- this is the point that we've gotten to with uh with the transfer portal and everything when we just have guys you know just they they play somewhere for a year and they don't get enough playing time or enough target shares or whatever the fuck it is and they just go off to somewhere else, and it's just like, I I, I think I I have an idea basically is when when you go to when you go to a school you sign a contract it's mutually binding you can't you know let go like the school can't let go of you and you know you can't leave the school that's either like two three or four year contract and after that you can either resign a contract after two years or you could go off to the portal but I I just think this one and done shit is is ridiculous. Uh, and it shouldn't be part of college football. It's not what it's about, but it, it's turning into the NFL light, and it, it, it's just chaos at this point, man. What what do you think on that? Yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, 
I could definitely see a contract being implemented, but you know, so so many things are going to be hesitant because of it. But yeah, man, just bouncing around from team to team, just trying to find your spot—it's—it's it's tough, man. And I mean, like Nylon Green, who's a really good quarterback at Georgia, he's entered the portal. Um, don't, don't know where he's going to be going, but uh, I mean, it's—it it is really sad that this is what we've come to for. Uh, uh, for college football, you know, there's no loyalty anymore. Um, and, and it's, it's just so, and the, the other problem too, is that re- like recruiting is super hard because not only do coaches have to go out and actively recruit, you know, you know, high school players, but they also have to recruit their own players that they have to just stay. And, and that's at, at this point we need to start having, you know, like general managers or something, just figure out, you know, how to, keep players at the schools that they go to, man. It, it It's so ridiculous that this is what we've come to. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, uh, lots to talk about there. Once we get more, uh, you know, uh, names to places, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more. Um, Trevor Etienne from Florida, he's in the portal now. He's a really, really solid running back. Um but uh, yeah, man, just a uh, really, really strange time for college football with all these players moving. I mean, we got over a thousand players in the portal. More to come too, especially after the college football playoff ends. We could see a lot of people from any of these four teams leave. Um, but uh, yeah, that's gonna wrap things up for this episode. Uh, Thursday, we're gonna get down into. Uh, starting, you know, obviously we'll talk about the NFL, um, but we'll also start breaking down the bowls uh, that are coming up for all next week. I believe Saturday through Wednesday we'll have to cover all of those. Um, but, uh, you know, Tuesday's episode next week will be kind of a mixed bag between reviewing some of the bowl games that, that we'll cover uh, on Thursday's episode and, you know, previewing more ahead for the week so we got a lot coming up with all these bull games but um yeah uh mike you got anything else you want to add tonight uh no just you know stay tuned for the next few episodes here and we're gonna keep talking about all the other sports here you know we dove into baseball today that's gonna definitely be heating up as free agents move around dove into the transfer portal as well um, we'll also be covering uh, the NBA and the NHL as well. So definitely more variety in those sports will start to take over uh, as the NFL regular season starts wrapping up and uh, college and the bowl games are all concluded at the start of the new year. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and with that rate, review, subscribe, help us out. Let us know, you know, you want to see more uh, baseball content, more NHL, more uh more NBA. I mean, you guys let us know and uh, we will see you guys on Thursday.